nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Fuck you, man. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, a podcast that reviews movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 644, and it's your review of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. As always, this is the Nerd Chicago Hero of the Snow, along with my wonderful co-host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a wonderful, wonderful Thursday evening. Oh my god, Thursday live and early for our patrons over at patreon.com slash the nerdcore at the one dollar tier. You get this episode live and early before anybody else gets to watch it on Saturdays at 12 p.m. Central Time. We're laughing because, um, as you all know, I mean, I have those moments where it sounds like I'm dying when I'm trying to like get some mucus out of my freaking nose or my throat. Or I'm clearing my throat, and Brad over here just what's it called just started dying of laughter. It was like, "Hey, hey, y'all, let's start the show." <laughs> yeah. That's all I fucking heard. <laughs> this one really funny TikTok of this dude who's like saying, "Like when you're in the bathroom and that one, uh, and that one coworker comes in, it's just him going." <gasps> <laughs> but my, my man, you dying? I was like, I've never felt more fucking what's it called, uh. My man, when's the last time you had a checkup? Yeah, I never felt more called, what's it called, called out in my life. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God, Brad. Happy, uh, happy Thursday, Brad. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, doing all right. You know? Yeah? Pretty good day. How's work today, man? Not bad. It's windy over here. So, windy and cold and it rained. So, we get all, all three things. Nice, nice, nice. Um, not much going out here for me either, man. I was, uh, just went to work and, um, been trying to get through a movie for cinema condition this weekend. So I'm just, uh, doing a lot of stuff right now for that. When you're 65% phlegm, that'll happen. 100% Stacy. I'm glad somebody understands. I'm like 65% phlegm, bro. I mean, bro was a booger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just been getting through some stuff, doing some research, writing notes and all that stuff. So, it's uh yeah we're we're nearing the end we're nearing the end of season two and I'm really excited to get it done because it's been taking a long ass time for me to fucking get done with the season. But uh yeah and then when I get to take my rest and I get to what's it called come back to prep for season three. <laughs> but um yeah just did that I watched this movie yesterday and um I um yeah I haven't been watching anything else but the stuff that we need to fucking watch man. I, I need to sit watch, down and um, watch the holdovers. I did watch three episodes of Echo, so I did do that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I need to get on that because we're going to be doing a review of that next week. Um, But, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to go see uh, Kareda's new film, um, Monster. And then Saturday, uh, Soul is being re-released. Well, not re-released. It's being released in theaters for the first time because that one didn't go to theaters when it came that, out. Is that Disney Soul? The Pixar Soul, yeah. Oh. 
That didn't go to that didn't get to theaters. Oh, that was pandemic era, Brad. Okay. That's a good movie. Started it myself. Looks promising. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go do that on 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 Sun on Saturday. And then Sunday gotta record cinema condition. And then on Monday we're gonna have to figure out, might have to do it on on Tuesday, the review if I get out too late because I have an advanced screening of uh Ava DuVernay's new movie. Yeah. Mm. Which by the way, man. They they are doing Ava DuVernay so fucking dirty with the promotion for this movie, bro. Like, it's crazy that the main actress was like outside of a fucking what's it called? A, I think outside of the gold, well, not not the Golden Globes. She was like, I don't know where she was, but she was outside of like a, a venue handing out fucking what's it called advertisements, so that way they can go and check out the movie at the local AMC. Like, <laughs> in fact, you got to fuck your your own main actress and like, come on, Neon, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Yeah, especially with a with a name like Ava DuVernay. Yeah, with Ava DuVernay behind quite, it, quite a few hits yeah. in recent years. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like the the, the one who fucking directed Selma, Thirteenth, fucking When They See Us, like, and you've got her, you got her main actress, what's it called, standing outside giving out fucking passes, man. Like, wasn't in the budget. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And we got fucking, what's it called, uh, A24 over here fumbling fucking multiple bags, but that's nothing new. You know, or fucking A24 always fumbles, what's it called, um, fumbles um, promoting their, their films and sending them out for, what's it called, uh, a worse consideration. I mean, A24 making the bag in the theaters, though. Yeah, they are, but damn, bro, like, what's it called? 90, like, there is no fucking way that Zach Efron shouldn't be nominated for SAG. And then fucking Zone of Interest hasn't come out for shit. What's it called? He's only playing like select cities. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, do we want to get the ground moving on these movies or not? <laughs> Whatever, man. It's just <laughs> I've I've never been big on the award scene anyway. So that that's my opinion on it. Well, make your money in the theaters. That shows you enough. Well, man, you know some people just deserve to have that record because like, this man puts out like a career I mean, making performance. I mean, man. you don't you don't think the reviews coming in for Zac Efron's performance doesn't tell him that he made a good performance? But that's a little extra push, well, he bro. Needs, he needs a little he needs a little statue to tell him that. How There's about a, give him? How about give him percentage of the movie earnings? How about that? That would it's, be a, it's that extra push, bro. That what's it called? Can make these movies. What's it called? Like get even more money at the box office. I mean, that's that's up to you know a twenty fours. I guess think tank. Yeah, but um, other than that, man, just been just chilling, man. Just chilling. There's an arrow sale happening at Barnes and Noble, so I need to just calm down before I go and spend like a fuck ton of money there. Um, <laughs> even though I, I I bought Barbarella, so yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, Brad. Um, nothing else going on here, huh? Nope, I ain't got nothing. Yeah. Oh, I've been playing Fortnite and what's it called Warzone with Eric, and I want to kill myself, man. <laughs> it's got to be one of the t- most <laughs> annoying and frustrating parts of my life is having to play a video game with my brother. <laughs> First day. We're playing. He leaves me in a 2v1 situation, and I tell him, "What the? where the fuck were you? He goes, oh, I was watching the football game. <laughs> and you say I'm bad. Um, 
escape the back rooms. <laughs> yeah. So that I just need to get that one off my chest. Like, and then and then the guy starts rambling and fucking what's it called? Uh, rambling and and uh and, and what's it called? Um, so you can barely hear the other motherfuckers who are playing with us. And I'm like, Eric, shut the fuck up, man! I'm trying to hear a call out here. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Oh my god, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he's not. He's probably at work. That's why he's probably why he hasn't fucking messaged me and be like, "Hey, are we playing? Are we playing tonight?" Yeah, fucking motherfucker, bro. But um, yeah. Well, Brad, today we're gonna be talking about uh, here at twenty four, twenty four, we value awards so much that we put Iron Claw in for consideration for the twenty nineteen. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh my god. Um, well, um. Brad, uh, today we're going to be talking about another, uh, 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 our second Terry Gilliam film in here because we did do uh, 12 Monkeys back in the day. So mm. today we're going to be doing uh, Fear and Load in Las Vegas. And this is going to be new for me because we haven't had to do this in a while. But um, if you haven't watched, um, Ter- what's it called? Fear and Load in Las Vegas, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already seen the film, Go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes is your one and only spoiler warning, and it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. Hey, yo, come on. <laughs> My God, bro. Any day. Any day yeah. now. I got I got not, I don't got a lot to read, Brad. So uh Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is a 1998 American stoner road black comedy film adapted from Hunter S. Thompson's 1971 novel of the same name. It was co-written and directed by Terry Gilliam and stars Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro as Raul Duke and Dr. Gonzo, respectively. The film details the the duo's journey through Las Vegas as their initial journalistic intentions devolve into an exploration of the city under the influence of psychoactive substances. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was released on May 22nd, 1998 by Universal Pictures. The film received mixed reviews from critics and was a financial failure. All right, Brad. Um, yeah. I'm fucking four screenwriters in this. Damn. Terry Gilliam, Tony Grissoni, Todd Dives, and Alex Cox. And... Uh, Cinematography is done by uh, Nicola Nicola Pecorini. I think that's how you say that name. Did he shoot anything else from what's it called, uh, Gilliam? Yup. Uh, he shot, what's it called, Fear and Loathing, The Brothers Grimm, Tideland, The Imagination of Dr. Par- Par- Parmusus, The Zero Theorem, and The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. Hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Those are some movies. Yeah. Uh, edited by Leslie Walker, who I believe, what's it called, is also his. What? No, it's, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, Brad. Fun fact, Brad. She uh, edited, what's it called, Mamma Mia? Ah. <laughs> Music is done by Indeed. Ray Cooper. And uh, Brad, Ray Cooper, what's it called? Uh, wait, he's worked with fucking Billy Joel, Elton John, George Harrison, George Harrison Paul McCartney. What the hell? That's probably the biggest name out of all of them. Yeah. (laughs) The film sits at two, uh, actually, no, not two hours, an hour and 58 minutes. 
And on an $18 million budget, it made $13.7 million at the box office. Yeah. That well, it's not like the biggest failure I mean, of all no, time. It's but not the like, biggest failure of all time. But and honestly, honestly, this I'm surprised this movie cost 18 million dollars. Doesn't look like it cost 18 million. I ain't no. gonna lie to you. Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of names in here, Brad. We got freak, like a lot of people that, that I didn't reckon. I didn't first off starting off with Toby McGuire. I didn't know that was fucking Toby, bro. You didn't know that was fucking Spider Man until he I knew talked. that was Spider Man. Since he started talking, bro. But, um, then you had Christina Ricci in there. Yeah, and then Cameron Diaz, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, Brad. Gary Busey. Busey, yeah. Brad, uh, what are your initial thoughts on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? <sighs> we watched a lot of weird movies on this podcast. <laughs> yes, that's um, true. I don't know if I consider this a weird, weird. It's not the weirdest movie. No. I don't know if I even consider. I consider this movie chaotic. Because it's overly chaotic. I mean, I love the chemistry between Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro, though. I want them in another movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe with a little better direction and, you know, you know, better. I don't know. I wasn't overly liking the style of this movie. I think it was just everywhere. Um, which, you know, I'm guessing that was Hunter, Hunter uh, S. Thompson's uh, M.O. when he wrote. It was It was kind of everywhere. Uh, in a drug-fueled, alcohol-fueled craze. Um, and when I say weird, you know, there's, like, weird good, like eraser hair, eraser head. I think yeah. that that's the weirdest one I can think of that I go, like, man, that was I really enjoyed watching that. I don't know if I enjoyed watching this. There are some moments where it's like, well, that was kind of cool. Uh, this is weird. Oh, God, is, is he about to electrocute him in a bathtub? Hmm, I don't know. And yeah, this just left me kind of like I I I didn't hate it, but also I don't know if I liked it. I think I I need another watch of this just to catch everything that was going on with this movie. And that's how I feel. I completely agree with you, Brad. I don't I don't hate this movie, but I don't love it. Yeah. I don't necessarily like it and I necessarily don't not like it. I I think I I can't sit here and deny though that this movie looks fucking fantastic. I, I love the visual cool visual I mean, language. I mean, I mean if, if you you're wanting to experience, maybe this is the closest you can get to experience in LSD without taking LSD. I don't know. Well, I got another I, movie. I've for never you. taken LSD. <laughs> Boy, do I have another movie for you? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, it's just um, I don't I don't under I don't I just I thought that like the movie looks fantastic. I, I think I, I like the score as well. I think the editing is is fine. It's just like the editing of the pace is just what's it called? What really doesn't work for me? Um, but this movie's all over the place, man. And if if guys, if that's the point of the film, then by all means, we probably just watched it wrong. And when we rewatch it, we'll just have to be in the headspace that like, hey, this is how this movie's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what's it called? I mean, I mean, parts of it were kind of cool. Were actually kind of interesting. Like the one where he takes so much drugs that he he like loses time, and he then it's like coming back in pieces to him of what happened there, yeah. and it's just so much. There's just so much chaos in this movie, and sometimes it's just really hard to follow. Um, yeah. Because they either black out or you know they just don't remember what the hell they did. Yeah. Um. 
I, I mean, parts in this are concept. are pretty hilarious, though. Um, the 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 getting him to the airplane in time, I f- fucking laughed my ass off because he just drove right through the airplane gate to the airplane, and I'm like, that would never happen, ever. Now, <laughs> yeah, Stacy says so. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd were con- considered for the lead roles. That'd been a d- very different Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh my god, no, I didn't fucking mean to put that up there. Um, but yeah, I just and it, and got like guys, I loved 12 Monkeys, I thought that movie was fantastic. I, I really liked that movie, and I think that Terry Gilliam did a great job in that movie. And here, I just that feel like also, that was also kind of a weird movie. Was, yeah, I did like that one more than this one, though. Yeah, but I feel like he here it's just like okay, I've got this style that I'm trying to put at the forefront, and I've got a feeling that I'm trying to get throughout this whole movie. He kind of really sacrifices that for the what's it called? He he sacrifices like a coherent story here for for that, and I don't know. I just I didn't I didn't like it. I thought that it was like it's it looks good and it like sounds good and he has all these other aspects, but like. Nothing really like was blowing me away. Nothing was making me. If anything, I was just so lost. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I think Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro. Great, I think, they, I think they did did their best in this. Johnny Depp, I like was even. I was reading some trivia. He even spent t- time with Hunter S. Thompson uh, to the point where he was trying to learn his mannerisms and all that. And then Thompson gives Johnny Depp like his clothes from the seventies to wear in the film. So that's actually. Hunter S. Thompson's clothes, Johnny Depp's wear. Yeah. Yeah. I I also thought, like, you know, some of this, like, I thought it was pretty cool how he had the, um, like, the people turning into fucking reptiles and shit. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I mean, that was actually, that was like some, um, that was like almost, um, Jim Henson, like, styled, yeah. you know, puppetry, I guess you could say, because it looked like, like, not puppets, but, you know, they were made like in a Jim Henson studio. Yeah. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was kind of to that effect. They were really good looking costumes. Yeah. And then, um, like what's it called? Um, the, the fucking trip on the adrenochrome, bro. Like, holy shit. What the fuck was that? That's something to stay away from my friend. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like the whole, like, Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not. What's it called? Up. I'm not gonna bring up Adrenochrome. Yeah, I'm not gonna bring that up. I'm not gonna bring that up. Um, yeah, I'll talk to Brad about that later. Um, I, but... I mean, I mean, you know, people in the chat, like, if you've had experiences, go ahead and put what experiences yeah. were, um, <laughs> from this movie. <laughs> but like, th- these guys are just on so much goddamn drugs, bro. Like, that, that's well that's the thing like that's, yeah, they that's aren't the point. <laughs> they aren't yeah that's the point and they aren't faithful storytellers because of it well yeah i feel like that's the whole point like it's the the unreliable narrator right yeah, like yeah you know, exactly what, that's what that's, actually is fucking happening here like yeah I, and bits of piece of it probably are true but how much of it is true you'll never know yeah it's, it's like taxi driver it's like at the end how much is true of what travis uh bickle is saying like, I don't, we don't, we'll never know. I, I, I don't necessarily believe that Travis Bickle is saying the truth at the end. I think it's what he believes to be the truth. Yeah. But um, here it's like, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, is it true what, what's it called? Raul and, 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 and Gonzo, like, are, what Raul's saying about all this stuff? It's like, probably not. But, you know, 
who knows? But it's just this. Like I said, this movie's just kind of all over the place, man. And like, I don't mind when movies try to be like unique and they try to have a different look and a different spin. But when you do that so much to the point that you're sacrificing this story you're trying to tell, and it almost feels like as if the story is secondary, it's like, yeah, that's where you lose me, man. And I, we've seen a ton of movies based on books. Like, like I mean, Kur, most of Kurosawa's movies are based on books. Yeah. Like, truthfully. And, you know, I don't need to go read those books in order to understand the movie. I feel like I need to go read this book. <laughs> Just... Just to figure out like how how close to the movie it stayed, and I feel like it'll be pretty close because I don't know if you can like come up with all this on the fly. <laughs> like I think I think you have to have something there to be like, oh yeah, you just saw bats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, man, um. But necessarily, like, I'm just meh on it, bro. Like, and even then, I'm not, like, like I, get, I give it, like, half. What's, I, I give it a little higher than meh. But it's just, like, that's just me being interested in what's it called, wanting to seek this out again and see, well, how does this play out once I've already seen this and I know that this is a movie where these motherfuckers are, like, high as their asses. They don't know what the fuck they're saying. So, like, I don't know. And I think I think you miss things. Like it's one of those movies. The first watch, you're gonna miss a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff going on, and I think like the second watch, you'll catch on to more things, and some some things that you didn't see before, you'll see, and you'll find it entertaining or funny. Um, that's why I'm saying like, I need a second watch of this to really yeah. kind of bring it into perspective on how I feel about this movie. Yeah. So, uh, Brad, what is your uh, final uh, verdict on? On um on fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I think I'm gonna give fear and loathing in Las Vegas a six point five out of ten. Damn, Brad, I'm coming in lower than you. I'm going a little slider down the middle, but I'm gonna give fear and loathing in Las Vegas a five and a half out of ten. It's um enough interest for me to want to re to rewatch this and try to like understand a little bit more. Maybe read some articles or reviews and stuff like that. But I necessarily can't say that I like this movie or I don't like it. I think that I'm just like, um, like it's whatever to me. And I do, I do the, like Johnny Depp and Del Toro yeah. though. I think yeah, that's for a great sure. Pairing. What I'm really impressed with is like what I'm impressed with is I'm really impressed with like the chemistry, the camera work, and in the score and and you know sound design. But everything else is what's really lacking for me. Also, I think this is the start of when Del Toro started farting in each of his movies. <laughs> I, I, I cannot confirm that, man. I cannot <laughs> confirm that, bro. So, like, you can go ahead and confirm that one for me. I can't do that one for you. Stacey, I'm going to need you to watch through a few Dottoros and uh, confirm that yeah. for me. <laughs> With that said, uh, thank you for joining us for our Finger and Loading Las Vegas review. As always, can you please check us out on the nerdcore.com. That's our website where you can find reviews. I just uploaded a review this week. We did a nice little uh, review of uh, The Boy and the Heron, which is you can go and read right now. Uh, there's some great stuff on that. And I would really appreciate you guys go and read it. Um, I also, um, what's it called? Uh, have one going coming up soon for Priscilla. I'm trying to finish writing that one. Uh, but of course, check out our Twitter at the Nerdcore underscore. Instagram and threads is at the Nerdcore. TikTok is at the Nerdcore as well. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. At $1 tier, you get this episode live and early, and other tiers, you get a lot of other cool stuff. Stacy says, 
Pretty sure you did in Last Jedi, or that might have been an exhaust port. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And um, as always, uh, our, our Discord link is in the description below. So go and talk to us on there. We would like for you all to join us there. And also, make sure you leave a comment here. What do you guys like? Are we completely wrong about Fear and Loathing, guys? What What are we missing out of this movie? Talk to us in the comments. Tell us all about it. What do you think? Because we really want to know. And, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you leave a like on this video. And if you're new here and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to our channel and click the notification bell so you don't miss a single review on this channel. And, of course, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app of choice and you have not followed us, followed us, please do. And make sure you leave a five-star review because that helps us out a lot, too. And uh, for now, we will uh, be back next week for some more uh, Kobayashi films and some more films. But uh, for now, that's all we got for you guys for this week. And um, I know that um, me and Brad were trying to sit down and record some extra reviews here because Brad did watch some movies that I would like for us to have some coverage for here on the the channel. I'm about to start uh, covering Slam Dance, so that's going to be fun. And we'll see. You can look uh, forward to coverage about that on the website. So, you know, just keep an eye out for that. But for now, uh, Brad, let's uh, let's get them out of here, man. All right, Rome. Thank you, being host as always. Thank you to Stacey for joining us in chat today. Thank you to everyone who joins us in future chats. Thank you to our listeners out there, our patrons, words. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, yeah. Um, Don't do adrenochrome. <laughs> or uh, if you do, uh, do it in small amounts. Do it in small doses. Don't don't go all out. Also, don't listen to the white rabbit while you're tripping on fucking uh, on LSD. And you know, don't don't destroy your each and every hotel room you get into. Just don't. Yeah, it's kind of rude. Anyways, young you're out. <laughs>